Okay. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Allegedly Credible. I'm Danielle. And I'm tired. It's like, I'm Mel. <laughs> and today, we are going to be talking about therapy and going to therapy and why we go. And oh, we have a very special guest with us tonight. Her name is Pam. I've known her for a few years now. Um, I've known her since I was, since I moved to Neptune, which was like a few years back. Um, and we became close over the past two years, uh, two, three years, because we ended up going to the same gym. And then we've kind of like built a bond from there. Um, I call her my big sister and she calls me little sis. And I'm going to give Pam the floor to introduce herself. Okay. Well, good evening, everyone. Again, my name is Pam. And yes, Danielle is my little sis. And I've also adopted Nell as my little sis also. Um, so a little bit about me. I am a counselor by profession. I work in a school system. I'm also a college professor where I teach four classes. I'm a certified life coach. Um, I am a mother of uh, three children and a mother of and a grandmother to um, three grands. Uh, yeah, that's a little about me. And I just love people. Yeah, that's good. That's good. That's <laughs> you have to be, right you have to like people to be in that field. Oh my yes. God, I love people so much. I love people. Oh, that's so good. I'm the opposite. I, I like people sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy um, people in moderation. <laughs> I love people. However, I don't necessarily love um, the attitudes of everybody. And that's okay. Right. Because uh, yeah, you know, okay. that's just what makes people who they are. But I just love people. Okay, that's good to know. I'm glad that you love people because that would that would be hard <laughs> to be in your profession. Um, so I'm just going to give you guys uh, kind of like a heads up. This is our second recording of this. The first recording, I messed up. I did not record properly. And I the reason why I'm putting that out there, because I obviously didn't have to tell you guys that, but the reason why I'm gonna I put it that out there is because we're all being human. Accountable. Yep, <laughs> being accountable. We're all human. We make mistakes. And that is the whole point of this podcast. That's why we're allegedly credible, because you know, we just want to show you the side of like everybody tries to be perfect and everybody tries to show their their perfectionism, but we want to let you know we make mistakes. But we learn from them. So Absolutely. And guess what? And then the counseling field, we have to learn to be flexible. So guess yes. what? Right. Everybody gets a chance for a do-over and a clean sleep. So yeah. it is what it is. We're back today. And welcome to another podcast. Yes. This is a better and version of ourselves. Yes. And while I'm thinking about it, I always give you guys, uh, I always start with this disclaimer. We have our own thoughts and opinions, and they're constantly evolving. Um, like I said before, we're not experts. We don't claim to be, except for Pam here, because she's been her field for a while. But we we are not experts. Um, and we won't always agree with each other, and that's okay. And we're just hoping that you guys take the advice that you need. And whatever you don't feel like you need, just you know, throw it out. Or give it to somebody else who you think might need it. Um, and you guys are free to th think however you want. We are, we think we have different minds. Everybody thinks differently, but 
it's more about love here and not necessarily not argument, not to start a, you know, not a fight. Um, no confrontation here. Yes. <laughs> yes. So now we're going to dive into our topic. Uh, like I said, our topic is about going to therapy. Um, and first, we're going to start with everybody. Do you go to therapy? I am a definite. Yes, I go to therapy. Yeah, I need therapy. I go to therapy because I'm crazy. <laughs> well, let me first say to you all, I applaud you young ladies for um, taking the leap of faith and being creative and um, creating this platform just to, even if it's for yourselves, you know, just to be able to dialogue. Um, and as it relates to therapy, yes, I believe in therapy. I go to therapy, especially during this time with this pandemic. And I, I believe it's a it's key. It's important. And there's nothing wrong with it. It does not make you crazy. It makes you conscious and aware that right. there are some things that um, we as a as a people, especially people of color, um, it's, you know, because sometimes we tend to feel that no one, you know, we don't know, we, we shouldn't talk to everybody. What goes on in our house stays in our house. Right. But certainly it, it's, um, it's what's the word I want to use? It's definitely something that's refreshing. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I agree with that. All right. So, uh, Mel, what made you start going to therapy? What what made you make that decision to go? My original reason for going to therapy was more for um, I was being analyzed if I had a learning disability when I was uh, younger. Um, but I currently go to therapy because I want to be able to communicate better with my husband and people that I am around with. So currently I'm in couples therapy and before it was for to see if I was borderline ADD. I mean, no, to see if I had ADD in the first place. Okay. All right. right. Um, I go to therapy. I started going to therapy. Uh, law. Okay, so I started going to therapy at the uh, end of no beginning of 2019, um, yeah, and it was after I had talked to um, one of my my hairdresser. She was doing my hair, and I was explaining to her a response that I had with a guy that I was seeing after we were intimate and I like was telling her how I cried and she told me that sounds like a trauma response and I didn't understand it at the time and she told me you know she goes to therapy maybe you should start thinking about going to therapy and talking to somebody so I was like okay you know I'll look into it and I did um and when I started originally when I started going I didn't like it too much and I, it turns out it was just like the therapist I had just didn't gel well with me. I, it felt more like a chore to go than me actually enjoying it. And then also it seemed like she forgot a lot of what I said to her before. So <laughs> it was just like, why am I going to you if I have to read? Like, we only get an hour. I'm on bar. Like, I have a short amount of time. Like, for me to have to sit here and re-explain everything to you every time I see you, this is not working for me. And I understand... Yeah, I understand people have like a lot, you know, 
therapists have a lot of people they see, so it can get confusing. But I'm just kind of like, that's what you write notes for. But anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, when um, I so I had stopped after a while, and then I decided to go again after um, it, towards the middle of 2020. I was having a really hard time adjusting to. Um, I, I kind of, it was a breakup kind of with the person I was seeing. And um, I cried for like three months straight. I wasn't letting everybody else know I was crying, but I was crying. I mean, Mel knows I was crying because she was the person I was leading to on. And I just was like, I, I got to get some help because this, I've never felt this anxious or this um, uncomfortable ever so let me have this conversation because i had no clue why i was like feeling this way i've had people i've had breakups before i've, I've ended relationships before but i never had experienced any type anything like this and i felt like i was grieving like i was to the point where i stopped eating like i didn't even want to do half things anymore so um i was just definitely like i need to see somebody and uh pam do you go to therapy now or have you gone to therapy in the past um, I do. Um, I would say that my first encounter with therapy was probably about 28, 29 years ago. Um, and during that time, I was married. Um, and so, uh, you know, marriage was rough. So I initially had gone uh, for couples therapy and marriage marriage counseling to see if we could work through some issues. Um, because number one, our communication was different. Uh, we didn't know how to communicate. Mm -hmm. um, we were just in two different places. Um, needless to say, uh, marriage counseling turned into individual counseling for me. And, um, you know, uh, unfortunately, you know, trying to work out things in your marriage, it ended in a divorce. And so from there, uh, marriage therapy again turned into individual therapy and then going through a divorce turned into family therapy with my children. Mm -hmm. uh, because they, you know, they really uh, struggled through that. And so it really, uh, I would say, um, peeled back some layers for me. And those layers helped me to kind of see even things um, from even growing up and what that looked like. Right, um, right. right. Uh, from my mother and father and, and, and what was modeled before me as it related to um Number one, being a young woman at that time and uh, being a wife, a mother, so and 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 a, and a child, I would say. Mm -hmm. um, so those those were some um, things I would definitely say that I I had to address. And then here we are, um, twenty nine years later, um, you know, working in the field, um, and through this pandemic, you know, constantly pouring and pouring and giving up yourself and listening to other people and problem solving, um, having a, a parent who was sick and you're taking on that responsibility also, it was, it became very, very overwhelming for me. And I felt weighted down. Right. And so I finally was able to say that I'm empty. Mm -hmm. And the best thing to do was I couldn't be good for anyone else until I was good to me. So right. I needed to be, I feel, I felt like, and how I'm feeling now is that I need to be heavy on the self-love. 
right. and on the self-awareness for me. So yes, I have entered back into counseling um, as I, you know, constantly say to kind of to uh to in order to have my cup refilled and yeah order, someone pouring back into you right and right. to reset but right. also I, I I believe that at a place in my life now even though it's 29 years later there's some layers that I need to peel back and address as well right. I believe right. that over this past year this trauma of the pandemic, has made me aware of some trauma that I may have even experienced within the last 29 years. Oh, I understand okay. that. Okay. Mm -hmm. I get mm -hmm. that. So how often do you how often do you go to therapy, Mel? I go now every other week. I used to go once a week. And um, I think we've reached a point in our uh, growth that that's why we decided to go every other week. And it, to be honest, it was better to, I kind of took it as like, I needed to make sure that I spent some time with myself instead of always having an appointment for something, always being on the go. I was like, too much is taking a hold of my life and I feel like I can be responsible and remember, excuse me, what I'm supposed to be doing in following sessions for the next time that we, we meet. So it takes a lot of self-reflection um, and accountability and making sure that you can meet yourself if you do mess up, like if you do fall off. But um, yes, I, I do every other week now. Okay. All right. Um I think I started uh I I started off going every two weeks and now I'm um every three weeks. Um I definitely have improved a lot from where I first started to where I am now. Um so I've I've been going every three weeks and I actually get excited. I get excited. I'm like, oh it's therapy yes, week. Yes, okay, yes, cool. Yes. And um just so you know, my ther my therapist holds no punches. She's just like, Danielle, now well, I'm going to tell you about yourself. Like, really think about this because I, I could be hard-headed. I could be stubborn. I could be a lot of different things. And sometimes it's good to have that other person to give you some perspective on yourself and make Is you aware right? of things. Mm -hmm. um, Absolutely. I would definitely yeah. say that, you know, a part of counseling is um, for your therapist to hold you accountable, right? Um, because if not, why are you going? Right. Um, and and Danielle, I, I'm with you. I am excited to go to therapy, and excited to even address those uncomfortable places right. um, that um, that have not been addressed. Mm -hmm. um, so that that makes a difference when your mindset is right and going in. Um, right. and, uh, you know, especially when you find the right counselor. So for me, I've just started back. So I'm at that weekly, that weekly point. Right, and right. I, I got excited just from the initial intake. Right. <laughs> dump it all on it. Like, listen, I'm just going to put it all. And, and, and they were able to see my excitement. Right. 
And so that's when, as you know, as a as a counselor, when you see that a person is willing to bear all, even the broken places, or just that I surrender. Mm-hmm. That's when I think that's a part of even them understanding when you're that that they're ready. Right. Mm. I have a question for you. Was it hard for you to find, like, being a counselor, was it hard for you to find a therapist yourself? It wasn't, um, it wasn't necessarily hard, but I, Mm. number one, I wanted someone, number one, who was going to take my insurance. Right. Um, Number two, I wanted someone who, who aligned with even my own core values. Mm -hmm. Um, I did want, I did want someone who was uh, a a, a particular age, you know, I'm 53 years old. So I felt like, you know what, I wanted someone a little bit more seasoned Mm -hmm. um, because as I was, I'm sorry. That makes it easier to like relate to. Well, it wasn't, it wasn't necessarily that I wouldn't be able to relate to someone else. Like when I looked, there were people who had a lot of great qualifications. You know, they may have been like in their thirties, but I wanted someone even more seasoned than me um, age wise and could understand. Like I, I was looking for particular things like transition or real life transitions. Um, I wanted someone who understood trauma. I wanted someone who in, understood, um, at, well, I, and I'm not gonna lie, I even wanted someone who was of color. Right, and don't get me wrong. I mean, I have been in, in, in therapy with, with other um, cultures as well and, and they were amazing. But right. this time around, I knew specifically what I wanted and what I needed. And so um, that made a difference in um, my, my choice. So, so, so basically and, you wanted someone like that offer some wisdom too to kind of like teach you something, right? In a way? Uh, um, yeah, I, the wisdom was, yeah, that, that definitely makes, um, makes um, a difference. But again, you can get wisdom from someone who was is younger than me. You know right. what I'm saying? But I, I thought I felt like at this point in my life, I specifically needed and and for me this time around, I also um, I want I, I found someone. It's it's Christian counseling. Okay. And so for me, I felt like that was a part of my life that um, I needed uh, my spiritual Wi-Fi strengthened mm-hmm. as well in order to see things through the lens of who directs me and who I who I believe in. Mm-hmm. So I, I felt like um, that made a difference. That was going to make a difference in restoring me in some areas. Okay. I can get that. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Well, now that we're, since we already talked about us going to therapy, like, do we find it helpful? So far, I feel like we all do. But like, is there anything in particular that you find helpful about it? Um, Mel or Pam, whoever wants to jump in. Um, yeah, I would say you can go, Pam, because you have a little bit more insight than I have. No, that's okay. But it, it, um, the question was, are you finding it helpful? So your insight is your insight. 
and, and as it relates to you being in therapy and, and my insight is mine. So, you know, right. don't, don't ever feel like, you know, someone knows more because um, you, I'm sure there's a wealth of knowledge from your therapist that's pouring into you. Um, that's true. So, so do you find it helpful? I find it helpful, but also I find it that there's more to the session than just when you're in the session. I think it's also about the work that you do outside of it. And, you know, willing, are you willing to stand on your two feet or are you, are you not even just willing, are you ready to, um, with the therapy, I have found myself that I did have a lot of healing to do. I mean, a lot of people talk about, you know, that whole wounded child syndrome. And a lot of things have been tucked deep, deep, deep down. And that's probably why a lot of the issues, or I don't even say issues, but a lot of things that are part of my character have a rise to who I am today. But I think it's the fact that you go into therapy with an intention. And if you keep getting reminded of the goal that you want to reach, you have someone to kind of like, like what Daniel was saying, um, tell you about yourself. You're literally beating yourself right in front. And if you can do that outside of the session, that's where, that's how you can tell that it's really helping. And because I can do that, because I can go and tell myself like, okay, Mel, you you need some tweaking here and there. Or the reason why so-and-so or all these people are saying this is because there's clearly a problem you can't ignore. The fact that that doesn't necessarily break me down anymore, that's where I can tell that it's definitely helping. And I want to make better strides not even just for myself, but for my family and my friends and for my future higher self. Right. Um, I, I, I definitely feel like therapy helps. Um, you, you said something that was key, Mel. You know, you used the word intentional. And going into therapy, you go in intentional. Mm-hmm. And you ask yourself why. Why am I going in intentional? Because I want to heal those broken places. I want to be able to identify what it is that um, that triggers, whatever the triggers may be for you. Um, I would say that, and Danielle, the, I'll, I'll never forget the, the New Year's Eve when we all got together and mm-hmm. we had a, a four-hour uh virtual New Year's Eve party which was amazing and we were playing the game about my intent and we, right. we just had a deep in, um, discussion and so I asked myself what is my word of intent 2021 and so I, I dug deep and my word is forward you know right. um, and so for me um, and again, going back to why I feel like therapy is help- helpful because I want to be able to have someone pour it, pour into me, in order to move forward. 
and to be yes. more effective and yes. to be more, um, continue to be confident and to work on those insecurities um, that sometimes we have that we don't even realize we have, yes. even through yeah. our confidence, even through right. our confidence. So, um, and, and, and just to, uh, I don't want to go into a lot, but this was a discussion that was brought up. Yes. I'll just say it this way about confidence mm-hmm. last night. Right. Um, I would say the question would be, is it confidence or is it insecurity? Because the confidence is there. Right. Confidence is there. But because when some things are new, the insecurities. Comes in. Comes in. There's a big Mm -hmm. difference between confidence and insecurities. You know, I like that you said that. You're right. Right. You're right. So I did. Right. You said that. And that that was interesting to me because um, I remember when. All of this happened like uh, when I started going to therapy because Mm -hmm. of the ordeal that I was going through. And I remember um, one of my friends saying to me, like, well, I always considered you to be confident. And now I'm wondering if that was like false confidence, you know, whatever. I'm like, no, I was really confident. It It wasn't like a false confidence. I always had this confidence. But when you just said it like that, that's actually what it was because it wasn't right. that I wasn't confident in myself. It was more like those insecurities that I right. kind of had a way of pushing Absolutely. down or like they came and, to the forefront. Right. And now that you said it like that. And therapy has definitely helped me with that because for instance, um I you know I, I have I've told a few people this. Um I was molested as a kid and mm-hmm. I thought I was handling it. I thought it was okay. I thought everything was going well. I was just like, okay, that was in the past. I'm over it. But then when I met this person and I started to, it started to uncover things. Some insecurity Absolutely. started the to shame, pop up. The guilt. Yes, the shame, the guilt, a whole bunch Absolutely. of other stuff. And I'm like, whoa, what right. is this? What is this right. feeling? So right. it made sense that at the time, like, I attached to this person that because they made me feel good in a moment of something that I didn't even realize that I was insecure about. It just like popped up and I was just like, oh, wow. So it made sense. So, of course, when that person that made me feel good and made me like feel stronger about myself or made me feel a certain way that I never felt thought about with sex, like I never equated good with sex. Like, you know what I mean? And then I I. I enjoyed it. And it was just like, okay, now I'm having all these mixed feelings here. How do I interpret that? Right. And then when okay. they leave and it's just like, oh, wow. All, like now I got to sit here. Insecurities kick back in. Yeah. Now, right. now I started thinking all these other things. And so that's why I started going to therapy and the therapy helped because I was able to really sit back and just be like, it wasn't that person was good for, for me at that particular time. But I just had, there's more stuff that I had to peel, as you right. said, peel back right. and deal with and stuff I never really deal right. with. When I really think about it, I never actually dealt with the trauma. I never talked to anybody right. about it. Right. I might have randomly told a, a friend, but I found out later. I remember one time I thought I, I had mentioned it casually with um, Mel and her husband and they were just like, wait, what? No when idea. did that happen? We had no idea. And I was like, I never told you. And they're like, no. And then like, wow, 
Danielle, that explains a lot of things that you do. Like, you know, you know, I never like it. I thought I dealt with it and I really never did. I just pushed it aside. I just, no, you you did. And, and because that is so traumatic and that's what happens with trauma, you know, things are, are, can be triggered. And so you have a level of, and, and let me just say this to you and, and, and really getting to know you over the last two, three years. Right. Um, and even before, like, you know, I would see you and, you know, you're a PK or whatever. There was a part of you just, just had this effect that it was a broken look. You know what I'm mm. saying? Or, or if anything, it was a guarded look. Like, right. don't mess with me. Don't come for me. I ain't coming for you. You don't right? know that was me. me. I don't know That's you. it. That's I was always ready to fight. Right. <laughs> and even when I saw you at the gym, hey, what's up? What's mm-hmm. up? You know what I mean? <laughs> <That's right. laughs> it was still this guarded, like, don't come for me. And I ain't coming for you. Right. But me being, oh, she going to get to know me. Because for me, I could feel and sense your pain. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I want you to know that over the years, I've seen you peel back layers by even your willingness to get to know me. You know what I mean? It's like an onion. All right. I'm going to give you that first little, you know, that little sleeve of the onion that's a little crinkly. You ain't getting much. But I'm I'm going to let you, I'm going to, I'm going to give you that. That's all you're going to get. And so then when I did the the strong finish, and then you were able to, all right, I'm going to peel back all the layers of that because you were very transparent with some things. Mm -hmm. And that's when you started to see some growth. Like, you know what? If this ain't for nobody else, it's going to help me because I want to be a better version of myself. Correct. Yep. And so from there, you know, I started to see you blossom. When I saw you at the gym, I just saw you like, I'm doing this for me. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you exude a confidence that you've worked hard for. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yes. Anything new, whether it's a relationship, this podcast, a new mm-hmm. job, mm-hmm. meeting new people. That's what anything, sometimes our insecurities pick it, um, kick in because it's, well, what are people going to think about this podcast? Is it going to be good enough? What right. are people going to think? All right. I just met this new guy. What does he want from me? Does he want to get to know me for me right. as Danielle? Or does he want to get to know me for what I have between my legs or whatever? Is this going right. to be another Is it going to take me back to that place when I was molested? You know what I'm saying? Right. But I want you to know that it doesn't even have to be molestation. We as women have all made decisions to to hook up or chill with a man or a guy that wasn't for us. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then it it our our insecurities have have kicked in. You know what I'm saying? So, exactly right. Um, right. And so even if it's regret or guilt or dang, why did I do this to myself? <laughs> right. You know, why did I do this? But you're in a great place, Danielle. Just know that. Oh, thank so you. Thank you. You being in counseling, you're doing the work. You taking the time to 
um, self do self care or always thinking of ways to to reinvent yourself. You know what I mean? To be that right. better version. If it's through music, if it's through this this type of dialogue, mm -hmm. if it's through hanging out with Mel. Um, if it's through Pam, I'm coming to your house today. Can we, you know, I just want to kick it and have fun. You have really, you've evolved. So just know that. So okay. again, confidence versus insecurities. The confidence mm -hmm. there, the insecurities is what you need to work on. Okay. All right. Okay. See, that's a counselor answer right there. That's yes. How you do. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, Pat, I wanted to I wanted to ask you because this was something we had before and I wanted to I, I put a note to remember it. What made you decide to go into counseling in the first place? What made you decide that this was something you wanted to do? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So this is this is a story that I love at this point in my life to share. Um, um, I got pregnant at the age of 15. And I'll never forget the day I sat in class. It was my Black history class. And that was, I, I felt like I was at the lowest point because one, you know, my mom was upset and, and rightfully so. I couldn't tell her not to be. So she had to process it in her own way. But I also lost friends. And, you know, I sat in the class because I was alone. And it was my history teacher, Willie Mae Robinson, who came up to me and asked me what was wrong. And I shared with her what was wrong. And she said, baby, you're going to be all right. We are going to get through this. So the word we was very powerful for me right. because she didn't count me out. Right. And so all of these those years, I always thought I was going to be a teacher. I wanted mm -hmm. to be a teacher. I wanted to be able to stand before people and teach. But and when she, she people right, <laughs> and so and I always I was a learner. I wanted to learn. I wanted to share what I knew. But at that point, when she when she when she said that to me, and she told me of a program where I went for teenage mothers, and and people poured into me there, and they didn't count me out, and it was a we experience through that. Mm -hmm. I started to shift my mindset. Because of, and if that's the case, and I could probably say I was we're probably working in therapy then. Right. So um, it was during that time that, that when I start, when I got back to, um, when I finished that program and, and I had my son and I came back into high school, um, it was time to start preparing for what I want to do for college. And so I started to feel like, you know what, I don't want to. I don't want to be a teacher anymore. I think I want to go into social work or the counseling field. So I ended up uh, going in, going to college and getting a bachelor's in social work and then a master's in counseling. And, and just from there, I just, I wanted, I wanted to, to share that we experienced that, that I got with others. So that's right. that, that's, that's what brought me to where I am. Yeah. And, um, uh, that, that's I what's think is why I'm so passionate for people. That's good. That's good. And sometimes that that's one thing I'm I'm a big proponent of. Sometimes it only takes that one person to say something, or you never know what impact you might have on somebody's life. Yeah. 
Right. So that's why I'm always trying to speak life into somebody. Absolutely. Back in the day, I wasn't like that. Back in the day, right. I didn't want to talk to you. I could be very mean. But now <laughs> I'm like, I want to be, I want to be the person that I needed. Absolutely. For somebody else. Absolutely. And that's why I I really want to make a point to like tell somebody something nice, something, right. something right. make them feel good. Exactly. Because it's just like you. We we are social people. We were meant to be social anyway. Absolutely. So and sometimes, like, yeah. The only, you know, sometimes it doesn't even take what we say. Mm -hmm. It's how we carry ourselves. Yes. You know yes. what I'm saying. And yes. so while I saw pain in you, I also saw your purpose. Uh -huh. So I was able to look past, as I said, Miss. Miss Willie Mae Robinson, <laughs> I, saw, I saw I saw the we in you. Right. Oh, so. thank you. Yes, thank you. All right. So I, I love that story. I when I first heard, I'm like, wow, that's a good story. I was like, I, I'm mad I didn't record this. Probably that's okay. I gave you, I so gave you the right. Yes. Okay. I gave you the abbreviated version this <laughs> right. time, but it's yes. still it's still powerful. It was still so good. Yeah, um, I, I just love how, you know, how important it is to have a community to back you up, even when you think that you're alone. First of all, you're never alone because you have the higher power. And then on top of that, we're all connected. We are all one, one yes. body. And to some, if for someone, especially in society, when society can be so judgmental, to just mm -hmm. put out one hand mm -hmm. that makes all the difference and right. that's probably how therapy even started in the first place because someone just took the first step right yeah. and you know what it goes back to what you guys asked asked the question of what was i looking for in a counselor when i just told you the story about this teacher who was seasoned and who was, I needed someone to pour into me. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm at that place now that I need that again. Right. So I, right. I felt like, I felt like I found my Willie Mae Robinson. That's good. <laughs> That's good. I'm like, oh. I, I need that right now. That's good. I'm actually going to shout out my therapist right now. Her name is Denise White. She is so good. She's good. She like Danielle. Like when I, she's like now Danielle. I love it. I love every part of it. Um, mm -hmm. And it's, it's kind of interesting because, you, I, you know, as I said, I grew up as a preacher's kid, you know, whatever. And she actually, I never even thought of it until I started talking to her. She was like, you probably have some trauma from church too. And I'm Girl, just like, oh. <laughs> You know, because right. she, she was the one who brought up like, well, did you ever think that maybe you didn't say much about the molestation because, you know, you felt dirty and stuff because at church they're preaching like sex is a sin and this is that and that well, and all this other stuff look like in the eyes of God. God. And I was just like, mm -hmm. wow, like that now that I think about it, like. I really, that probably is part of the reason why right. I felt like I, I felt right. the way I did or just right. kind of like shuffled it inside because right. I didn't tell my parents until right. I was older. I didn't right. tell them like until I was like 23, 25. I right. haven't told, 
I told Mel when I was like 28, like, you know, I, it took a minute for me to tell anybody. Mm -hmm. um, I think my brothers actually were the first people who knew, um, they knew when I was kid, like a teen or, or uh, preteens or whatever, um, we had the discussion, but we spent most of our time by ourselves because our parents were working so hard. And also my dad spent so much time at church. Like I just, they, we just, we, we grew on each other. Like we grew up, we, mm -hmm. we leaned on each other. And sometimes you have to realize, um, and this is something I was using my brothers as therapists and you're sick. Some people aren't, how can I, the where's all the time. Some people aren't built for that, but also it's just like, that's why I decided to seek a professional because people can only help you but so much if they don't, if they're trying to work through their own traumas themselves. Yes. Yes. And yes. my brothers had their own traumas and I'm, and I'm telling them this stuff and, and that's probably a burden to them. And it's just like, go to, I'll go to therapy. Like, that's it. Right. We probably should have gone to therapy a long time ago when I really think about right. it. Which can I tell you something? Go ahead. Mm -hmm. When you talk about the trauma, when I told you that, I, um, there's some trauma that's that has resonated. Right. My thing, the trauma that I have to to deal with mm -hmm. is from the church. Right. It's right. from the church. Mm -hmm. Girl, I could. I don't want to be bothered with church people <laughs> at all. However, however, I have to separate. It's the that's the people, but I've allowed the people to weaken my 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 spiritual Wi-Fi. Mm -hmm. Yes, and so yes. that's the part that I have to get past. Like, right. that's the people, right? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I have to look at what's important. Mm -hmm. um, what's important is you. You first. Exactly. Exactly. And so when. Part of the and the reason why I'm being very very vague, I don't want to share too much about that right. because part of it is I need to get permission to share. Right, of right. Course, you know, um, part of it. However, um, I would say that I just lost my train of thought when I just said that. You know, the people and um, like the church people. Uh, yeah, yeah, that. Um, I lost my train of thought. Sorry. No, it's all right. It it's happens. It's okay. It happens it's, 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 it's gonna come back. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely it's definitely gonna come back. But um, you know, it's 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 a I'm in a good place. I'm in a really, mm -hmm. really good place. That's what I was gonna say. I think that because of sometimes when we go through certain traumas in our lives, mm -hmm. we go straight into survival mode. Yes, mm -hmm. yes. And so mm -hmm. it's always I need to survive and problem solving. I'm trying to be you're trying to be strategic. Mm -hmm. And so you feel like, okay, I just gotta make moves. You know, right. what I mean? I'll deal with that later. And so that's that where I am. And so between yeah. that, right, between that and then when my mom got sick, I don't have time. To, to waddle in it. I got to go into problem solving mode. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? I just mm -hmm. got to be strategic. Mm -hmm. So my body was taking on all of that and weighing me down where I can no longer operate from a place of survival mode 
and just problem solving and being strategic. Right. So I, I it's weighted me down so much that even over the last couple of weeks, you know, Danielle, you know, you asked me, you good, you good. I'm like, girl, I, I was I was exhausted right. to the point that it was wearing on me. I go to acupuncture. Every I love week. acupuncture. I love acupuncture. Oh my God, it's so good. So there's a part in my knee, because, you know, I told my acupuncturist, I'm like, you know, I'm overwhelmed. She's like, you stressed? I'm like, you know, I don't think I'm stressed, but the stressed overwhelmed, whatever you want to call it. She pushed on the side of my knee, and I already, my knees bother me. She said, does it bother you right here? And I was like, oh, yeah, that hurts. I said, matter of fact, sometime in the middle of the night, if I have to turn over, I feel this pressure and it hurts. She said, that's a stress point. You're carrying the weight of your stress in the in knee. your knees. You, mm -hmm. Yes. Is it? I, I'm just, you saying that just, it, I it just made me think about something I was reading. Um, and this is one thing that we have to really realize. And this is why therapy is important. Our mm -hmm. mental is, Yes. Our mental, like how we think, everything affects us, affects our bodies so yes. much. Um, yes. it, it just really affects from from your weight to joint pain to a lot of different things. I mean, your it affects what you hair. eat, your yes. hair, everything. You know, yes. people who are stressed out, who lose all their hair. You, uh, I'm thinking about even myself. I, I've been a person who has grayed early. Like my hair, I'm, I may have anxiety in my hair. But mm -hmm. I have grays all in the front mm -hmm. and I it drove me crazy. Like right. I'm like 20 with gray hairs right. and I'm just like, what's going on? Right. But now I'm thinking about it. I was holding it on and, and dealing yes. with all this stuff. And with yes. um the weight, weight, when I started to release some stuff, that's when the yes. weight started coming off. Yes. Um and now I'm realizing like I still have some more stuff to release, and maybe yes. that's why I've hit a plateau. Right. But as you have mentioned, you said that, yes. and that really made a point because we do our People don't want to fix their mental, but they yes. want to fix everything else. Right. And and so, it starts here first. Right. And so last night, remember I said I was purging. I was laying mm -hmm. aside the weights. Mm -hmm. And so even if I could get biblical for a minute, the Bible tells us to lay aside every weight that so easily besets us. So mm -hmm. that, and that, that scripture came to me maybe about three weeks ago. And so I had to start wondering, like, yo, what is weighing me down? Because that was during that time. I'm like, am I gaining weight? Why am I, you know, things shifting? And so when I got to that place in what you said, when we talk about mental health, mm -hmm. mental health means well-being, healthy mm -hmm. mind. Mm -hmm. We want to work on the physical appearance of things. Yes. Mm -hmm. And this is jacked up. Yep. So I said, I need to turn that thing around. Okay. I know how to eat. I know how to work out, but I got to fix, I got to make this healthy. I can no longer, again, I can no longer be in survival mode because mm -hmm. as you just said, Danielle, survival mode has allowed me not to only plateau physically wise but mental mentally mm -hmm. and spiritual wise mm -hmm. yeah i was mm -hmm. gonna say like i i do agree with you guys 
to a to a point because I do agree to the fact that in order to fix the physical, you need to fix your mental, but it's all full circle. It's mind, body, and soul yes. being one body. You can't fix your mental until you fix your your spiritual, your soul, like the, the core of where the, the impact, because I'm not even going to just say trauma because it's just an impact from your state. Is. Overall, absolutely. And when you take it like that, like you can even, the, when you were talking about how your knee was affected due to, and you didn't even recognize the stress that nope. you were in dealing with, it's a disconnect yes. on your soul because it's displaced or maybe it's not displaced but there's a meaning for everything just like how in your physical body if um the fact that a lot of there's a lot of receptors in your feet can affect things on your crown mm -hmm. and it's just so fascinating and that's why I like therapy and I don't want to be rambling or anything because I I have been silent for a majority of this this no you've been fine because, but I just wanted I, I'm still learning and I want to take in everything that you guys are saying because I'm I'm still fairly new to therapy since I think this was it's only been like less than a year but um what was I gonna say I just wanted to show how important it it is and when I say like spirit I'm like maybe you are more of a religious person in general or maybe you want to go back to some type of I don't know metaphysical thing whatever you decide to devote yourself and wherever you can find your grounding because that is where therapy is going to help you it's going to help you ground yourself it's going to help you build your foundation because without your foundation you ain't going nowhere right. <laughs> and you know what you hit the nail on the head it doesn't matter if it's church and again it's not about the church or religion it really really isn't again as you heard me say it's just about me i'm strengthening my spiritual wi-fi Yes. I wish you know what I mean? People, I wish the followers and the listeners can see your shirt because it says "Just focus on focus on you, sis." <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> yes. 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 So I, right. So I had one on earlier. I had to run out. It just said "Heavy on the self love." So. Mm -hmm. Oh yes, yes. <laughs> I've been buying a lot of. Um, I've been buying a lot. I I used to never like wearing shirts with writing on it. But I've been right. I've been doing that a lot too because it yes. it does yes. help. It helps you kind of stand up a little Absolutely. taller. And look Absolutely. Remind yourself of what Absolutely. you're trying to do. Absolutely. So yeah, I've been writing. I've been wearing Brock and more clothes with the uh, words on it. Right. There's a company and it's called Therapy, like therapy, but Therapy. That's cute. Oh, okay. So last, right. And so last week my t-shirts were. Um, you good, fam? Hashtag <laughs> mental health matters. And then another one I had on just said mental health matters. So again, healthy minds, healthy minds, social, emotional well-being is so important, you know. And so for anybody who's listening, who has considered therapy, who has reservations about going to therapy, 
if anything, just talk to someone who has been for you to understand maybe why you should go, you know? Right. Um, and and guess what? Therapy is not for everybody. You may not necessarily have any areas of life that you necessarily need to heal, but you may have lost motivation in some areas. So right. might benefit from a life coach or, you know, or right. just someone who can help you get to oh, your next unpack. Yes. Yep. Mm -hmm. So this is going to be, this is kind of, we're going to kind of uh, start wrapping this up, but this is just one last thing I really want to touch on because you have brought it up. Like, why do you think that there are so many people who refuse to go to therapy, even if they have the resources to do so? Like, I understand some people don't have health care and stuff like that, but why do you think that so many people refuse to go? Why do you think they have stigmas with it? Like, what is, what is it about it that people are just right. like, oh, therapy, that's not for me? Right. Um, I, I truly believe that a lot of people don't go because of the, the stigma behind it of if I go, they're going to think I'm crazy. If mm -hmm. I go, they're going to find out stuff that I'm not ready to address. If I go again, what are people going to think about me? Right. The, the also, some things go back to what goes on in our house stays in our house. Some mm -hmm. things are cultural or, mm -hmm. and I hate to say it, but it also becomes that whole thing of you don't need therapy. Just pray. Yep. Yeah. No, just yeah. pray. God's got you. And as I said before, God's got you. God's also got those therapist that's why he allow if he can allow people to be preachers he called right. preachers he called therapists right so, you know so right so you know you know we 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 don't go because we don't know you know <laughs> right? um and and sometimes it is it can be the resources it can be um uh, I don't have health insurance. I don't have the money to go. But that's why it's important for us to, to give those resources of, you know, rather it's children. You know, there are services where there's this, there's one called performed care. Parents mm -hmm. call. It's an 800 number. They will come out and do a needs assessment and set your, and find out what it is that really adolescents may need. Um, there are free counseling services out there. Sometimes, you know, you can find free counseling services um, at a church. You may find them at different um, outreach programs in the community. So it's just a matter of um, there's the mental health um, association. So there are so many places that will see you, but you just the willingness has to be there. I agree. I agree. Um, definitely for sure. I know for a fact, I, one thing that I know, I noticed myself, I feel like there are more females um, who are willing yeah. to go yeah. to therapy. Um, I remember growing up and kind of people alluding as well, like that that's white people yeah. thing, like that's what white people do. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I just... And, and like and you said, wrong. the whole pray it away. Right. Yeah, and it's wrong. And I and I was the whole uh pray it away, like, well, just pray, you know, about it mm -hmm. and no go away. And it's just like mm -hmm. that prayer. I one thing that I have to say in general is one thing I learned in my life 
is pearl pray, yeah pray about it but god also wants us to take actions there's a there's yes. a time to be still and there's a time to actually yes. make the move right. so you right. can't if you're praying about the same situation over and over again and nothing Those has not working <laughs> maybe that's where it's time right. for us to like right. you make so much sense yeah think about it daniel how many times in church have we heard girl you just gotta have faith Faith, and right. then they'll say, "Faith without works is dead." Yeah, and, like, and so then I'll say, "But you forgot that part. Be it alone." So yeah, I got faith. It says without works. So where is the work the going work, to right. come in? The exactly. work means that you know we need to uh, find a therapist. Right. <laughs> you gotta do the work. You gotta do your homework. You yes. gotta gotta go and put your best foot forward and actually make yes. a decent step to yes. in the right direction. Because how are you gonna go somewhere if you've been sitting in the same corner the whole time, twiddling your fingers like, oh, the bus will come. You didn't even, <laughs> get, some, you didn't even get right. your ticket. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So and and um, as I mentioned before, like for it to be just like oh that's a white thing to do and like you said it's a cultural thing like I'm learning more and more there's so many things that it's like no that we all should be doing this this shit, it shouldn't even Absolutely. matter about Absolutely. you know race or anything it's, it's something Absolutely. we all should be doing right. and I understand to an extent like you know finding somebody you feel comfortable with I'm gonna say that's right. very important there are some people who aren't gonna understand um certain some like you know aren't going to understand a, a certain aspect if they haven't been in that area so you might have to look out more for whatever as you have mentioned um i purposely looked for a person of color i mm -hmm. actually purposely look for a person who dealt with childhood traumas yes um i i purposely look for a person who was spiritual and of faith yes yes um so those were the three things I definitely yes. had looked for. And yes. also when it comes to resources, I'm going to give you guys this resource now. I'm also going to put it up under the description link. Any resources that um, we share, we, we try yes. to post on the page. Um, I found my therapist through open pa openpathcollective.org. Um, that's how I found mine because my insurance was not covering it for me. Right. Um, but the new insurance I had at my new job wasn't covering it for me, but it's mm -hmm. go, it goes based on your income. Yes. And uh, you tell them what your income is. I mean, if you make too much, uh, they, they might not accept you, but right. they will accept different. Um, right. They have couples therapy, they have individual therapy and they will go based on what your income is of how much you're going to pay these therapists. And one thing my therapist has said to me, she was like, listen, I I accept this this money because I'm here to help people. Yes. Don't 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 mistake the fact that I'm accepting this amount that I don't know how to do my job because Absolutely. I know how to do my Absolutely. job. Right. She's like I'm I'm more about the people, so that's why yes. I, I'm here for this. Yes. And that's what I loved about her. I loved right. it because she was just right. like I'm definitely here for that. Um. So. And also, just so other people know, her um, Horizon, not all insurances, but I knew Horizon did when through the Affordable Care Act, um, you can look up 
call Horizon and they have free programs for therapy. They do. Yes. And, you know, so thank you for sharing, because when you told me about Open Pathways, I I didn't know um, exactly. So I did reach out to them, Mm -hmm. but they did not accept my insurance and they do go by income. So I did not qualify, but they were so resourceful that they gave me I went through a site, um, a, 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 a resource called Be Seen. Mm-hmm. And so through Be Seen, I was able to find my therapist and I, um, and which is a very good um, uh, resource to know. So shout out to Christian Wellness and Counseling Center. Um, and so right now, you know, everybody's doing tele- telehealth. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, um, it, it just worked out well. It worked out well. So um, I think we have to dismiss the fact that if we don't have the, the, the finances, the money or the insurance, there's always someone there to to assist us. Right. right. We just have to learn just like we're doing tonight. We just have to learn to be willing to share. Right. Um, right. 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 So, and I like that you also said, just like I did, I wanted someone who aligned with my core values. Right. So that right. that makes a difference of what you're looking for. That's what okay. helped me. That's exactly what helped me. I mean, I didn't necessarily go through um, a database like that. I mm-hmm. mean, um, that when I first started my therapy, I was working um, at Chase and they actually had a program, especially during the COVID. Um, it was like an EOP. Uh, yeah, the program. EAP. And those are free programs through mm-hmm. jobs. And people don't even realize through your job. The employee assistance programs, absolutely. And, that and was so great. Gave, right. Well, because because of the pandemic, instead of having five free sessions, they give you 10 and it also expands to your um, family members too, because yes. especially when a time when we're always so like glued literally to screens, because that's the only mm-hmm. type of access we have to human interaction, it can definitely, I mean, you've seen the, the news reports, the children, I'm pretty sure at your, at your schools that you're doing um, mm-hmm. are definitely experiencing some type of fatigue, the parents, like it's everyone. Absolutely. Um, this has, um, you know, so the EAP for employees, I am the SAP. I'm like, for, I'm the student assistance um, mm-hmm. program. So I do the same thing with students that, that the EAP program does. And then after a certain time, you make those referrals out. So right now, people who thought they never needed therapy mm-hmm. could benefit from therapy. So, it's showing up now. All yes, those yes. insecurities are showing up now, right? <laughs> yeah. right? You got no yep. choice. Yep. Oh, yes. So, yeah, we... <laughs> I we I we could talk about this all night, but well, I'm you, know, you might have to do a part two. This, yeah, this we definitely have there. to do a part mm-hmm. two. Mm-hmm. We will have mm-hmm. to do a part two to this. But what we like to do at the end of every episode is kind of give you our top three um, words of advice to leave by to to 
think about during the end of the week. So first, we're going to start with our guest, Pam. What what are top three things you want people to take away from this episode of Allegedly Credible? One, I would definitely say, don't be afraid of therapy. Mm -hmm. Um, It is one of the healthiest things ever. Number two, find, do your research, you know, uh, to find a good therapist. Again, someone who aligns with what your values are or even help to help you be able to redefine what those values are. Mm-hmm. And number three, find that therapist who has a we mentality. Mm-hmm. You know, we will get through mm-hmm. So yes. that, that will be my, my top three things. Okay, what about you, Mel? My top three advice, my allegedly credible advice, <laughs> since I'm not a prof- professional out here in these streets, is number one, take the time to know yourself. And when you know yourself, don't go in thinking that you're perfect because there's always room for imper- mm-hmm. improvement. That's something that I had to learn. That's something that I'm still learning about. And um, lastly, it's okay to ask for help, even if yes. you're not ready to go and, quote unquote, encounter your demons or your shadow self. It's okay to ask for help if you need that we person to walk you through it because someone's always willing to help. Yes. <laughs> All right, that's good. All right, for me, um, number one, I'm gonna say no, no, set your intentions. Like, yes. what are you going for? Yeah. What are, What are you trying to get out of this? Yes. Um, I think that's very important because mm-hmm. you going and having like a horrible mindset and not knowing what you're going for, you're not. It's not gonna allow you to do the growth. Yeah. Um, number two would be do the work. Do the work. And that's in therapy, outside of therapy. Really think about the questions. Like, really think about yourself. When the therapist gives you homework, go outside and do it. Don't wait for that next session for her or him or whoever you decide to, you know, ask you to do something. You got to do the work every day, a little bit by a little bit, you know, everything like that. Um, And the last thing I would say is, um, actually, if you feel like therapy actually works for you after you start that whole setting, like, please don't be afraid to share. Please yeah. don't be afraid to even tell somebody, hey, like, because that's that's how it worked for me. That's how I started going. If you hear something um, from a friend or family member and you're just kind of like, hey, you know what? I personally can't help you with this. I want to help you, but I can't. I think that you should seek help. Like, I feel like you should definitely do that. And it's not a negative thing. Make sure you let them know it's not a negative thing. It's not, this is out of love for you and you, and for yourself. So um, that, that would be my top three takeaways from this episode. Definitely. Um, So 
Moving on, A, I want to thank Pam again for coming on. We really enjoyed it. Thank you all so much for having really me. This. <laughs> thank you for, thank you for uh, coming on twice. <laughs> yeah, thank you for the That's second okay. That's okay. <laughs> part <laughs> two or part three is coming up soon. Yes, <laughs> and also, whatever you guys, you know, I, I just like to dialogue. So whatever you want me to come, I'm here. Yes, mm -hmm. please believe us. We're going to have a, we're going to have an episode about Growing up in church too, because uh, that's gonna be <laughs> that. I've already yeah, had that outline. I already had new. Yeah, I'm to talk about that. That's chapters four, five, and six. Exactly, exactly. Um, and as always, you know, please feel free to check us out. Sorry, <clears throat> on Instagram and Facebook. We're at, at Allegedly Credible. We also have a website, www.allegedlycredible.com. On yes. the World Wide Web, follow us. This is where we're going to put a lot of our episodes. And we look forward to see, hearing you. And um, definitely comment on our gr private group page on Facebook because we're definitely antsy to hear from you <laughs> yes and also um if you want to follow us individually um you can follow me at the creative fit the creative lady Faye on instagram and um mel you can is follow me on instagram under the main chick that's m-a-n-e um yeah yeah, and thank you guys thank you guys for listening like i said we look forward to hearing from you um if you guys have any ideas of what else you want to talk about or if you want to dive deeper into this conversation like uh, Mel had mentioned before please don't hesitate to comment and to in our group page on Facebook all right thank you guys have a wonderful day enjoy bye, bye.